The Fantasy Football Heroes and Villains Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN and use code SGPN for your first deposit match up to $100. And we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, the MMA Gambling Podcast just launched their YouTube channel. To celebrate, we're giving away an MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie for all the details. DGENs assemble. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Heroes and Villains. I am your host, Justin Bruni. Joining me, as always, is my host and partner, Mr. Andrew, the TD King. Rob, how are we doing, sir? Happy hump day. Fantastic, man. Fantastic. Oh, you know what? Let me, let me, oh, boom. There we go. Let people see the shiny face today. Oh, man, I'm mm. ready to get into it, guy. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, you know, going to share with the people how to take on your week nine opponents. Dismember them, bury them, move on to week 10. So violent. So violent. I like it. I like the, uh, the enthusiasm War is violent, buddy. War is violent. You're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's just, it's just fantasy football. I mean, you're just trying to beat up on your buddies here, you know, no big deal, but we're going to be diving into some rankings, some sleepers, doing some starter sit questions. If you are in the live chat, be sure to toss any questions into the chat. We will get to you. Jamie already in here checking in. Ooh, be sure to toss in man. any questions you want answered this week, Jamie. Anyone uh, you know, that's giving you a hard time in your lineups? Maybe some my injuries. Man, my my Maybe fellow uh my my fellow, I believe Roshan lover, and also I think he's a, a Browns fan. So my fellow Jerome yeah. Ford enthusiast, he may want to stick around. We may uh we may or may not talk about a little bit of the uh, Cleveland backfield today. Yeah, we'll probably have to touch on some Roshan as well. I mean, if Jamie's sticking around, you know, it's typically going to come up. He's gonna he's gonna feed it to us, that's for sure. But let's get to talking about some player rankings here. We are gonna. Talk about three players at each position. We're going to rank them one through three. Some potential guys you might be considering starting, maybe even sitting this week. Andrew, first up with quarterbacks, we're looking at Bryce Young, Geno Smith, and Sam Howell in week nine. Rank these three guys. Who are who's your who's your hero here? Oh man, this is gonna surprise nobody, mm. but I mean it is warranted. It is uh Mr. Sam Howell himself inside the top 10 now in season-long fantasy football points scored at the QB position. My man, Sam Howell. I mean, okay, look, uh, first off, I need to address everybody here. Um, they did go ahead and trade away the number two overall pick, Chase Young, from five years ago, and Montez Sweat. Both of them not on long-term deals, so I understand why they were looking to trade them, but damn, does it hurt. 
But what this is now going to do is put even more of a strain on the offense because the defense is definitely not getting to the quarterback very often now. So mm-hmm. I think that this is going to just even heighten Sam Howell a little bit more. He's going to have to do more. They're going to be behind in games more. He's going to have to throw the ball 50 times a game on average, most likely. I think Sam Howell moving forward is awesome. Uh, I like him this week. Again, New England's banged up. Um, you know, that you saw multiple times a season now that Sam Howell is uh, capable of throwing the ball a ton and EB just kind of all of a sudden forgets that they can also run the ball and they just throw the ball 50 plus times. So I think that this is going to happen again uh, this week where they're probably going to end up throwing the ball 40 something times. Um, I think Sam Howe is a warranted uh, in top 10 QB this week with the buys going on. So for me, Howe is the first one up and I'm trying to pull up. I put down the board. Who were the other two? I'm sorry. How young and who Bryce young and Geno Smith. Bryce Young and Geno Smith. Um, Man, uh, this might surprise some people, but I'm going to go Bryce Young as the mm-hmm. second guy here. And then Geno. Geno a little bit down the board for, for me here. He's playing Baltimore. Baltimore has a good defense and good secondary, not letting up a ton of fantasy points to quarterbacks. So again, Geno's the, the odd man out for me here at number three. Bryce Young coming in two. What say you, Bruinduck? Yeah, I'm uh, <clears throat> I'm mostly with you there outside of Bryce Young and Sam Howell. I have Geno Smith in third as well. Baltimore giving up the fewest fantasy points to the quarterback position on a per-game basis. I am going Bryce Young over Sam Howell. I just like the matchup a little bit better. New England defense has been just a little bit better up against the quarterback than Indianapolis. So I'm expecting Carolina to put up some points, throw a couple of touchdowns. Even last week, Bryce Young was a little bit more impressive up against Houston, who's Defense has been a little bit better than average. I won't say they, you know, they're not like top ten or anything, but they haven't been, you know, bottom ten. We'll say so they're like right in the middle of the pack. I'd, I'd say. Um, so yeah, I'll go Bryce Young, Sam Howell, Geno Smith. Okay, love it, love it. Next up, we got uh, tight ends: Trey McBride, Dalton Schultz, Jake Ferguson. Rank those three. Who's your hero? Ooh. Tough one for me here. Um, they're they're all very very similar for me right now. Um, hmm. I guess I'm probably gonna put. Ah, oh, man, but they're. I would say McBride, but I hate that they're now swapping up the quarterback. Uh, no longer Dobbs, obviously traded to the Vikings. Um, which I I think we should hit on a little bit. Uh, but I I would say McBride if it was Dobbs. It isn't Dobbs obviously. So I think I'm going to take Ferguson first, like the matchup thinking that they're probably going to end up throwing the ball a lot, which they obviously have been. I mean, God, they just blew, uh, you know, they just won by a billion points last week and they like pretty much forgot all about Tony Pollard and uh, Jake Ferguson scored Mm -hmm. the first touchdown in that game. So uh, yeah, I think it's going to be Ferguson for me. And then, Oh man. I think Ferguson, McBride, Schultz, but they're all super close for me. I think that they all probably finish within five fantasy points of each other-ish. Uh, so, yeah, so Fer- Ferguson, McBride, Schultz for me, but very close. I'm going to go McBride, Ferguson, Schultz. Again, pretty close to yours. Schultz on the outside looking in just because the offense isn't throwing for a lot of touchdowns. Stroud, been very efficient, nine passing touchdowns, just one interception. So there hasn't been a ton of passing volume. They've still been pretty balanced. Um, so I'm going to have him in third. I'm going to have Ferguson behind Trey just because I still feel like even with Kyler coming back, 
that's that's what I'm assuming. He's practicing in full again today. My guess is he's going to suit up. I don't think that they traded Dobbs so that they could start, you know, Clayton Toon. So I think Kyler is going to suit up. And I think Trey McBride's going to be fine. I think he's going to have a very good week. He is going up against Cleveland. But I think the fact that Zach Ertz is on the IR, they're not really going to have anyone else playing, you know, as many snaps. This is kind of what you and I expected, you know, in the preseason or in the offseason. He would, at some point, he was either going to take over, Ertz would get hurt. You don't want to call injuries, but, you know, he's, he's an older guy. Or he could have been traded, whatever. You, you, we talked about Trey McBride taking over the position, you know, safer throws, lower A dot, you know, quarterback returning to the lineup. I feel like, you know, that checks a lot of boxes. Obviously, you could see better weeks ahead for Marquise Brown, Rondell Moore, guys that are Tyler Murray. But I think the first week back, I like the tight end. Again, safer type of throws, lower A dot. You know, when he's going to be running outside of the pocket, he's not going to be trying to take hits and stuff like that. So I like Trey McBride a lot this week, followed up by Ferguson, Dalton Schultz. Okay. Uh, Let's see. What do we got here? Wide receivers. So, uh, Bruni, let's start with you this time. DJ Moore at New Orleans. T. Higgins versus Buffalo. Deontay Johnson versus Tennessee. So, again, that's Moore, Higgins, and DJ. Uh, Deontay Johnson, DJ Moore, T. Higgins. DJ got, like, 14 targets last week. Like, that's that was a lot. It was a lot. I, am, I ain't turning that away. So, he's definitely my hero in this situation. Tennessee giving up the seventh most fantasy points per game to the wide receiver position. DJ Moore, I still think is in a good spot, even up against new Orleans because there's at least six to eight targets and what he does with them. I don't know, but he he's, he's familiar with playing this defense, you know, coming from uh, that division playing for Carolina for as many years. So I think he's going to be just fine. And T Higgins, I just not consistent enough for me. Just super boomer bust right now. Interesting. We are definitely, uh, we definitely view these guys a little different. Um, for me, it's uh, Higgins, DJ, and Moore. Um, I think Higgins. I agree with, with you. Kind of the boomer bust there, but I think that it can be a boom game. I mean, we got Cincinnati versus Buffalo. Should be a high scoring game. Buffalo is going to put up some points. You know, um, I think. Say it or not. Cincinnati may feel a little jaded after, you know, last year's game with what had happened in the game with DeMar Hamlin. I think they feel Mm -hmm. that they could have really put on some points on Buffalo in that game. And obviously it all came, you know, to a screeching halt as it should, but I think they Mm -hmm. feel a little jaded. So I think they're going to be out for blood and, and, you know, to to kind of really, yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah, that's probably a bad choice of words, but uh, just, you know, they're, they're out to show that they really probably should have, put up some massive points last game. And I, I really think Higgins Higgins has been much better, uh, you know, since he's been back a little bit. Uh, the Bengals in general have been better. I think Burrow is finally getting pretty healthy as well with the, you know, with the whole leg injury. Mm-hmm. I really think that they're going to put up some, some points in this game. So I'm going to go Higgins and hope he's a good beneficiary of the Joe Burrow uh, resurgence here. And then again, followed up by DJ. I agree with everything you said about Deontay Johnson. You know, we both really love Deontay Johnson in the off season think that uh you know it's going to come to fruition now for us with our best ball exposure you know our bags that we're holding i think dj's mm. about to blast off as well so i like those two a lot more than i like more uh but yeah i'll, I'll take higgins a little bit above dj dj has 20 targets through his first two games back can't I love can't love turn it away can't turn it away 
Uh, Jamie's in the chat. He's asking Deontay or Pickens for tomorrow night, Thursday night football. I'm going Deontay still. Uh, again, just chasing uh, the the target share. I will as well, though. If you are talking about a standard league, Pickens probably gets more yardage. Uh, but I like DJ and PPR much better. So it d- depends on what format you're looking at. But most times people say PPR. So I'll, I'll, I'm with you, DJ. Uh, all right, let's see here. On to the next category, uh, running backs. We got Aaron Jones versus the Rams. My man, Jerome Ford against Arizona and uh, Alexander Madison at Atlanta. So again, that's uh, Aaron Jones, Jerome Ford, Alexander Madison. Say you. Uh, that's Ford, Jones, Madison. That's the order I'd go in. So Ford gets Arizona, Arizona allowing the third most fantasy points per game. Aaron Jones, not a great matchup up against the Rams. They've allowed the seventh fewest fantasy points per game. Plus, he still feels like there's a lingering injury there. He's splitting time with A.J. Dillon. I don't love it, but I like it a little bit more than Alexander Madison because they obviously now have a huge downgrade with Jaron Hall at quarterback. Not sure how they're going to you know, attack. Yeah, I, I would assume it would be more running. But does that mean Cam Akers touches the ball more? Does that mean Madison becomes more valuable? This is not the week that I would want to start either of them. Uh, potentially the situation could feel better going forward. But if I can get off of Madison or uh, Cam Akers this week, I definitely want to do it. So I would go Jerome Ford, Aaron Jones, Alexander Madison. Um, I actually agree 100% with you here. Ford, Jones, Madison for me as well. Um, you know, Again, you, you already touched on Ford. Uh, very favorable matchup, so love that. And uh, don't love either matchup for Jones or Madison, but the Rams have given up more yardage and fantasy points to running backs than the Falcons mm-hmm. have. So um, also with Madison, we saw last week, they put Cam Akers in on the goal line. Cam Akers with the only touchdown on the year for the Minnesota Vikings uh, as a rushing touchdown, which is a pretty crazy stat. We are into week nine now. So pretty crazy. Um, so yeah, so I agree with you for Jones, Madison. Cool, cool. Uh, what do we got here? We want to go to listener questions or our week nine sleepers. Uh, we can go to week nine sleepers, uh, but I think you had a check mark you had to hit. Yes. Yes, we do. Good thing you reminded me because uh, I was messing around with the website here today. Uh, we got prize picks for everybody here. Prize picks. Uh, we got uh, with the basketball season here, you can now pick combination projections across football and basketball for the specials uh, league, a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, like LeBron James and Travis Kelsey at 10.5 combo points of three point plays made and receptions. Uh, do you want to play alongside some of the prize pick favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Scholes? You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in prize pick community each week. Uh, you know, some of the stuff I was looking at on prize picks, some of the, uh, you know, the, um, the totals for receiving is what really interests me this week. A uh, few that I like this week, uh, Austin Eckler, the uh, over 37.5 receiving yards, like that one a ton, as well as I think the Devontae Smith, 
higher than 51.5 receiving yards. Those are two that when I looked at the board, they immediately stuck out to me. Uh, So those are a couple that I will be taking this week. Uh, Prize picks is really simple to play. Uh, You know, you can make picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. Uh, They have quick withdrawals, easy game plans, um, and uh, enormous selection of players and stat types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Prize picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, prize pick discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. Prize picks now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account for this football season. Um, you know, uh, like I said, Bernie, I was like going through this, uh, super easy to use, super easy to kind of, um, go through and find, you know, different types of higher or lower options, whether that be receiving rushing. Uh, I saw there's one in here for Taysom Hill to have higher or lower 0.5 pass yards. So if you think they're Taysom Hill is going to have a pass, that's a completion this week. That one's a, you know, pretty easy free square for you. So again, prize picks. Uh, super easy to use, very simplistic, very, um, you know, again, easy to deposit and withdraw from it as well. Uh, just go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN and use our code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash SGPN code SGPN prize picks daily fantasy sports made easy. We are also uh, giving out some sweet MMA gambling podcast gear. The MMA gambling podcast just launched their YouTube channel in honor. We're giving away an MMA gambling podcast hoodie to one lucky winner. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie to submit your entry today and make sure to subscribe to the MMA gambling podcast on YouTube. All right, and we're back in it here. Did you want to jump into questions or sleepers? Uh, yeah, yeah. let's just do sleepers uh, while we're talking week nine here. You want to go over All yours right, we'll, first? You want me to throw mine out? We'll do uh, position, position by position. Yeah, yeah, we'll go position by position. Who's your uh, Who's your uh, QB? Who's your quarterback? My QB, and we did talk about him a little bit earlier, uh, Bryce Young versus the Indianapolis okay. Colts. Uh, Bryce Young. Not on everyone's radar, uh, but the matchup should be on everyone's radar. Indianapolis Colts mm-hmm. are bad against quarterbacks, giving up a ton of fantasy points to quarterbacks and wide receivers. Their secondary is just lackluster. I mean, it is not good. They don't really have anybody of note playing back there. They, they're a little banged up. People have been just feasting on the secondary. I think Bryce Young, now that he has a win under his belt, kind of showed that he has a little bit of poise in the pocket. You know, he... he doesn't necessarily need to scramble and pick up yards that way, but he can. I think that they have a good core guys there that can pick apart this secondary because of how just lackluster the secondary is. So for me mm-hmm. this week, Bryce Young, I think he can uh, pull himself into the top 12 this week. No, I like it. Uh, like I said at the top of the show, very good matchup. Ninth most fantasy points allowed per game to the quarterback position. I uh, love Bryce Young this week. Love some Adam Thielen this week. Give me an anytime touchdown for Adam Thielen in week nine as well. Uh, my Q, my quarterback pick is Taylor Heineke, someone you're very familiar with. Getting mm. Minnesota, expecting a lot of scoring opportunities. This offense is going to be struggling to find itself uh, in, on the Viking side of the ball, that is. Taylor Heineke and the Falcons, they look good you know, in that short stint together. 
12 completions for 175 yards. I like it being able to move the ball down the field with these weapons. I think it's going to be very interesting, especially going up against a nice test run in four quarters up against the Vikings defense. It's been Swiss cheese all year long. Like I said, 12th most fantasy points allowed per game to the quarterback position. So just a, a good matchup on paper. And I just like the fact that, you know, they were moving the ball last week. Like we haven't seen Desmond Ritter, Desmond Ritter, Desmond Ritter really do that. Excuse me. Um, you know, through the past couple of games at least. So like to see Heineke and that offense, you know, kind of finding itself. think uh, he's in line for a couple of touchdowns, maybe one extra on the ground. Nice, nice, nice. I, I agree with that as well. Um, Like Heineke, I've obviously watched him play a ton in Washington. He's one of those guys that he's not afraid to chuck it downfield. You know, there was always that that expression, uh, you know, fuck it, Terry's down there somewhere, right? Like that right. that's his that's his mental state when he's playing football. It's like, ah, I'm just going to throw it down there. And he's, he's like a poor man's Brett Favre. He, he doesn't mind throwing some interceptions. He doesn't mind gunslinging it around a little bit. So I do expect him um, to have a nice day as well. So I do like that call, Bruni. Uh, next up, running backs. For me, running backs, Jerome Ford slash Kareem Hunt for uh, the Cleveland Browns versus the Arizona Cardinals. I know we talked about this a little bit. The matchup mm-hmm. is juicy. Cardinals. Can't stop shit on the ground. Gus Edwards just piled it on last week against the Cardinals, which to my dismay, because I have Lamar Jackson, Zay Flowers, and Mark Andrews all over the place in fantasy, um, I just watched Gus Edwards go ahead and just uh, take on the Arizona Cardinals pretty much all by himself. So I really like Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt this week. Both of them I think you can slot in as flex plays against this Cardinals week, week, uh, you know, ground attack here that they uh, have on defense. So I just, yeah, I, I think both of them are fine to play. I obviously like Ford a little bit more, but if you're in a pinch, uh, Kareem Hunt, good flex play in my eyes. Yeah, I, I like either option. Like you said at the top of the show, third most fantasy points allowed per game. Looks like Deshaun Watson is coming back. Take that as good news, bad news. I would take it as bad news. I don't think Deshaun Watson's played very well this season, but I think regardless, they're going to have to run the ball a lot. Those Both of those running backs are in line for uh, for a good day. My running back is Devin Singletary. Going up against Tampa, a stiffer defense on the ground, allowing the fifth fewest fantasy points per game to the running back position, but I'm chasing the RB2 in this situation. You know, Whereas Damian Pierce probably not going to have a great day, I do believe Devin Singletary is going to sneak in a touchdown this week, whether they get him out in space in the red zone, you know, throw him something, you know, out in, you know, out into the corner, you know, somewhere, uh, you know, away from a linebacker, whatever it may be, or he just, you know, gets the random carry, you know, inside the five. I think this is going to be, be the week that he scores a touchdown. He is outpacing Damian Pierce on a per touch basis, rushing the ball. Damian Pierce has one rushing touchdown. Singletary has none. I think this is the week he does find the end zone. Someone that I was high on coming into the season, I think he's going to have a stronger second half. Starts uh, starts this week. Yeah, I agree. You know, we we both are holding the Devin Singletary bags in best ball right now, but they seem to be wanting to give him more and more work. So I I, I really like the call, and I think it's a decent matchup for him to uh, you know really kind of pile it on this week. Oh, let's see, wide receivers. My man, the resurgence is on with Mr. Jahan Dotson. Jahan Dotson takes on the Patriots this week. Coming back. What's what's Bill Belichick like to do when he uh, faces a an opponent that has a an alpha 
in that in that uh, offense. He likes to go and focus on that alpha. That alpha is Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin probably going to take on some double coverage here. And uh, that's going to leave Jahan Dotson open for a one-on-one opportunities. Uh, we saw last week that, you know, two weeks ago, he had a bad drop to end the the uh, the end of the game with the Giants. And I, he took that really hard. Last week, came back against Philly, had a great week, uh, scored a touchdown, didn't drop anything. Like, he, he looked so much better. So I really like John Dotson this week to uh, get himself into the top 20, I'd say probably 25, 26 this week. I think he can have a really good game. Again, I, th- I don't think he's going to see a ton of the double coverage. Going to leave some open opportunities for him. And, uh, you know, I already talked about how the defense is going to probably sputter a little bit now that they mm-hmm. got rid of their two best pass rushers. So we will see how often they're going to need to throw the ball, which I believe will probably be a lot. I would expect him to probably get somewhere in the ballpark of seven to eight targets this week. Probably should uh, see an, a red zone opportunity or two as well. So, uh, yeah, Jahan Dotson versus the Patriots. Enter him in the lineups, baby. Yeah, I like it. Like we said, they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. Uh, and if the defense is as bad as as you say it's going to be, then the offense is going to be playing a lot. So a lot of uh, a lot of potential strikes downfield for him. Uh, I have Michael Thomas, very juicy matchup going up against the Bears, allowing the 12th most fantasy points per game to the wide receiver position. Thomas has at least four straight games with at least seven targets. So he's getting looked at quite a bit. Derek Carr, he's been looking better the past few weeks. Albeit it's been at the aid with the aid of Taysom Hill, whether he's you know getting a lot of targets, you know making big rushing plays, finishing with touchdowns himself, it's all really been because he's been playing well too, which is kind of interesting. But regardless, Derek Carr having some of his better games of the season these past couple of weeks, I'm expecting that trend to continue with, with again a juicy matchup up against the Bears, allowing a lot of points to QBs, receivers. Running backs, if there's a position you play it, they're probably allowing a lot of yardage to it. Yeah, no, I, I'm completely fine with that call as well. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a Michael Thomas known hater, uh, but I mean, again, he, he's been fine this year. Uh, you know, he's had a decent amount of the targets come his way. Uh, I think Chris Olave is still hovering around like 25% of the team's targets, but Michael Thomas isn't too far behind. I think it's a pretty good call as long as Taysom Hill doesn't come in and fuck the whole plan up and kind of really, uh, you know, take over the game as as he tends to sometimes when he gets the ball in his hand. So we shall see there. But yeah, I was going to say before we uh, go to our tight ends here, uh, you want to take a couple of these questions. Let's see. We got Chuck Gravity asking Hubbard slash Taylor, Carolina slash Indianapolis thoughts. Um, Bernie, I'll, I'll throw that one to you here because I have some interesting thoughts on these two. Yeah, I still want to start Jonathan Taylor over Hubbard. I think he's still the better play. Gets a touchdown this week. I mean, Moss has been dominating the ball and, and getting a lot of rushing yards, but I still feel like they're going to be leaning into Taylor the more and more the season goes on and the deeper we get into the second half. So I'm, I'm going to lean with him and I'm going to trust the talent level over Hubbard. Uh, yeah, so uh, if you if you had to pick one of these guys to sit on your team, you're you're still sitting Hubbard over Taylor. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm actually fine starting both of them. Uh, Taylor and Hubbard are actually two guys that are on my trade for list right now. I think that Taylor's going to get more and more of the work as the year goes on. You know, they signed him like like they're they're going to want to use him now. You know, mm-hmm. I I think it's a good time to really before he blasts off. I think it's a good time to go trade for him. And Hubbard, uh, you know, they're, they're really playing him a lot more than Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders' experience has just not panned out. I think they like Hubbard as well. He runs hard, 
uh, good team player. So, yeah, I mean, I like starting both of them this week. And also, I would uh, potentially go and trade for both of them as well. Uh, I think you can probably get both of them on the semi-cheap without overspending. So, I like both these calls. Uh, all right. So, back to our sleepers here for week nine. Let's hit the tight end positional real quick. My man, the guy that I had been riding the train for all offseason, and then it mm. came crashing into a wall when they went and picked up DeAndre Hopkins. But chig Conquo, think this could potentially be a i don't want to call it a breakout week for him because i don't think he's gonna like go put up two touchdowns or anything but i think he's gonna work himself into potential top 12 this week i like what he offers against this pittsburgh steelers defense steelers defense seem to uh have a an issue with athletic tight ends i think that they also just saw what deandre hopkins did in this offense. And I don't think they're going to let that happen. They're going to put Joey Porter on them. They're going to probably give him some safety coverage for some double coverage here. I think that's going to leave the other, um, the other skill position players kind of open for the Titans. Mm -hmm. And that includes Chig. I think he's going to get himself. He, he tied last week uh, with Hopkins for the lead in targets on the team. I think that that could also happen this week again. Just think it's a good spot for him to kind of break out for us this year a little bit. I would expect somewhere in the ballpark of, six seven eight targets for him that's plenty you know in in the uh, terrible tight end uh you know landscape that we have in fantasy football that's plenty to have a top 12 finish i just think that he needs to make sure he's securing all the balls because last week he did have a, a pretty bad drop that should have probably went for a 30 to 40 yard completion so as long as that as long as his hands are working this coming week i think or actually tomorrow night i think that it'll uh, pan out for everybody so chig let's hope he can get back on the train and uh, start helping some of these best ball bags that we're holding as well. I have a team where I'm just absolutely streaming tight ends. Just pick one up, drop one, pick one up, drop one. Last week it was Chig. We got a W. Didn't have to do much. Didn't nice. have to do much, but we got we got a W. This yep. week I, I paid for Trey McBride. I said, give me that because you know how much we love Trey McBride. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, Jamie put Chig in his top 10 this week. I love that. Nice, nice. Well, I mean, hey, Hopkins had what? Three touchdowns on four catches. It could happen. It could happen. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Chuck Gravity saying Chig 62.9 catch rating as well. Hmm. Love it. Who do you got? Tyler Higby uh, at Green Bay. Green Bay allowing the 11th fewest uh, fantasy points per game to tight ends. But I really don't love that group up against uh, Tyler Higby. Like guys like Preston Smith, Quay Walker. Devon J. Campbell still coming back from injury. I, I think he's going to be just fine. I think it's a good matchup. And Stafford could play, could be could be hurt. Again, kind of, you know, looking for lower risk throws. Obviously, he has, you know, a couple of guys with sure hands in Puka and Cooper Cup, but he also has a pretty good rapport with Tyler Higby. Higby last game did have seven targets, not a season high. I believe a season high is 11, but he's only had three games, seven or more. So I like to see him coming off of that game, coming into a situation where, again, QB, need, QB in place may need to make safer throws, whether it be an injured you know, Matthew Stafford or just Brett Rippon filling in. Yeah, say, I, I was going to ask you, I haven't seen any, um, any updates yet, but Matt Stafford playing? Still, still questionable, man. right? He's an Iron Man. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet he plays. Okay. Okay. Yes, yeah, I, I don't love the play with Rippin just because he didn't seem to be really good when he was inserted in. Uh, but if it's mm -hmm. Stafford, I, I do really like the Higby play. So let's let's hope Stafford can get in the game this week. 
Sounds good. Um, Bruni, I uh, want to take a, a quick second to tell the good people out there who uh, may like fantasy football or may like to win money gambling. We are brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into the Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all parlays by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Okay, and we're back in. We have some listener questions to attend to. What do we got, Andrew? Yes, listener question number one says, this season I've lost Aaron Rodgers and now Kirk Cousins. Man, that is brutal. I still have Watson on my roster, also kind of brutal, but need a QB for the rest of the season and in week nine if Watson can't suit up. I don't trust Watson rest of the season, but he's all I have. My waiver wire includes Heineke, Hall, Dobbs, Zach Wilson. Mm. Yeah, the the so okay. for week nine, it's 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 either it's got to be Watson or Heineke. I think. Oh, it's tough. That's tough. Um, Heineke healthy, Watson coming back. Good matchup for both. Man, just man. I just feel like after this game against Minnesota, we're going to see Heineke on a jet, you know, smashing a 30-pack of Bush Light. And we're all going to be silly we didn't uh, start him in fantasy. Hmm. Man, I just don't know. Watson has more upside, but, I mean, he hasn't shown it this season. Like, I just don't even know if I like him at 100% up against anybody. I'm going to go Heineke. I'm going to say pick up Heineke and start him. Yeah, um, I'm probably with you on that. Uh, don't love the other options. I like Dobbs um, for the rest of, of season. Not so much this week. So Dobbs is interesting to me just because of what I think he has weapon-wise now in Minnesota. So he's in consideration. Uh, mm-hmm. Wilson? Eh? I'm looking at Wilson's rest of season schedule. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't love it. it. I mean, this week it's kind of fine. How many how many more times is Brees Hall going to take a fifty yarder to the house? I mean, I yeah, I get you know that. what I mean. I like like he is getting carried for what little production he does have. I I just don't trust Zach Wilson as my fantasy QB. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't love it either, but he does have some interesting matchups. Maybe maybe the way to play this overall is just continue to stream, pick up Heineke. Maybe pick up Dobbs depending on what your, uh, you know your your bench spots are. You know how many you have. Mm-hmm. If there's people that you can kind of drop that you don't necessarily need, maybe just carry three and, and play the the carousel all year long. Pick up some guys because again, like the Jets have some interesting matchups for Zach Wilson in the near future. So 
I would probably play it that way, but yeah, if you don't want to do that, I, I would say Heineke or, or Dobbs are, are my two favorites there. Uh, Chuck Gravity asks, thoughts on Arizona defense against the Browns? Um, We like the running backs. We like Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Yeah, I, say, I, don't, I don't love it. It's okay. Um, I mean, they're, they're probably... They're probably sitting around 20th ranked for me right now. If I'm just kind of thinking off the top of my head, like different matchups. So I, I, I wouldn't love it personally, unless you're in a deep, deep league. But I mean, if, if any of, I, I mean, hell, I'd rather take the Raiders this week against the Giants. Like that's for sure. I'd rather take that. Um, I'd rather take, take, ah, man, I hate to say the Jets versus the Chargers because the Chargers offense could be on the field a lot, but that that one feels a little bit better than Arizona as well. So don't love it, but if you're in like a, you know, 16 team league or something of that nature, then maybe it's in a consideration. You like it at all, Bruni? No, no, no. Like I, okay. I was saying, I like the running backs on the other side. They're going to torch them. Yep. I don't, I don't think you want to start Arizona this week. Gotcha. Yep. Um, okay. So listener questions here back to it. Uh, is there any hope? For Devontae Adams to turn it around after the McDaniels firing. Should I trade him? Not sure what I can get back for him right now. This is a 12 team PPR league. Um, hmm. I mean, he's still like at the top of wide receiver two territory, you know, even with a bad season. So, yeah, do, do you still feel that way no matter who the QB is? Because now it looks like they're going to trot out Aiden O'Connell. Not that he can be really any worse than what we just saw from Jimmy G last week. Well, he'll, he'll mean, be better than both matter. Jimmy G and and uh, Brian Hoyer for sure. I'm not saying he's going to be a wide receiver one, but I think he still finishes somewhere in wide receiver two territory. So that's what you're talking about. Uh, as far as who to trade for, I, I would assume you would want at least – you know, an, an RB2 or a high-end RB1. I don't think someone's going to give you Kenneth Walker, but if they will, then I would do that. <laughs> but that would seems you, like it would have been a fair trade a couple of weeks ago. It doesn't seem like that anymore. Yeah, and we don't know what this person's team looks like, but would you consider maybe doing a, a two-for-one, like trading Adams for like, uh, I don't know, let's say Jordan Addison and Jahan Dotson or something of that nature? Like, would you do any of that or no? I mean... I guess I would I would probably want a running back receiver combo. Like would you maybe, do uh, yeah, like like would you do like Jerome Ford and and Addison? Yeah, I was actually gonna say Jerome Ford and Nico Collins. That's what I was gonna say. Okay. So I mean maybe they can go that route, look at a team that maybe, you know, yeah. find out which which uh managers want Devontae Adams and kind of look and maybe maybe bolster your roster a little bit more. You're gonna lose the best guy probably, but you might be able to get yourself a nice flex uh, spot in there, depending on what your team looks like. So may maybe take it that way. Uh, let's see. I'm Next trying to think question. of like one good player you could get other than, like I said, like Kenneth well, Walker would be like, great, but I don't, I don't think someone's going to give you that. Yeah. Like, I mean, and you're not, I mean, what are you going to do? Go trade like Devontae Adams for T Higgins. Like, doesn't that kind of feel like the same? No, way worse. Really? Yeah. How many, how many points yeah. do you think like, Adams has scored a fair amount of fantasy points, though. Let me let me pull up the difference. I mean, yeah, I get that, but but here at SGPN, Bruni, we look in the the windshield, not the rearview mirror. We're looking forward oh, here, buddy. On. All right, so so you got Aiden O'Connell or you know Joe Burrow passing you the ball, like you maybe T Higgins finishes the rest of the season better than what Devontae Adams has been. 
I just don't know. It's like double the production. You, I just don't think that. I mean, rest of season, I would still want Devonte Adams over T. Higgins, even with Aiden O'Connell. Okay, interesting. Yeah, a lot more. Again, like it's, it's another level of receiver, and he doesn't have competition. He doesn't have a Jamar Chase next to him. Yeah, but he may not also get on target throws either. He hasn't been getting on target throws. <laughs> Yeah, well, it, well, well <laughs> and he's and he's still and he's still put up double the production of T. Higgins. Yeah, but not not last week. You didn't. Not last week. You're right. You're right. But so there's I, also I just, been weeks T. Higgins is finished with negative you know. points. Yeah. <laughs> so just just an interesting uh, way to look at it. We have a question in the chat saying, "Would you guys take Nico Collins or Garrett Wilson this week at receiver?" I'm assuming you're asking start or sit one or the other. Uh, Nico Collins, they play Tampa. The Jets, do you know who they play? Who the Jets, the play, Jets play the Chargers? Mm, better matchup, way worse QB. I'll go Nico Collins. We're gonna disagree. Yep, say I'm, I'm gonna go. Yep, I'm gonna go Nico. I mean, I still believe in, in Garrett Wilson, I, I do. I, I. I just like Nico I mean, Collins quite a bit. You like Devontae Adams because he has no target competition, right? I mean, that's exactly why I like Garrett Wilson yeah. on this team is he yeah. has no target competition. Nico Collins You're at right. least has other guys like, you know, Tank Dell and stuff mm -hmm. that could do well. So I think, mm -hmm. I mean, for me, honestly, like this is flip a coin. They're both very close for me this week, but I, I'll still take Wilson. I just think he gets maybe a few more targets. That's fair. And the matchup is better on paper, at least. Uh, hey guys, in a must-win situations, thoughts on trading JJ and James Cook for Pollard and DK? Hard pass. You think JJ's coming back? I do, I do. Um, I, I, I guess so that's where I, we're going to differ. I guess that's where we're going to differ I here. Trade. I would trade JJ and James Cook, but not for Pollard and DK. I'd make the trade, but not not for this trade. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm fine trading these two players, but I I want more. If you're trading the what should be number one wide receiver, I mean he's still going to get a billion targets no matter who it's coming from. Josh Dobbs has been fine, right? I like Pollard. We just saw if him. they bring him back though, they may just they may just shut him down. Why win more games? I mean that yeah you're okay you're not wrong on an aspect, but if they do bring like, him did back, they, do you think they went and got Josh Dobbs so that they can try to win the NFC North? Yeah, because why wouldn't that's they? not that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Oh, it might not happen, but I mean, yeah, why else would they? I mean, they they could have went with the rook. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they've never self scouted their defense. I I have no I have no clue. I don't. I have no idea. But if they've watched their defense for as many minutes as I have, I think they know the season is lost. <laughs> like, please. Yeah. No. I, I I get that. I just I don't know. I mean, if I'm trading these two guys. I, I want more than Pollard and DK. I, I just don't that's, trust. That's, that's fair. So we agree. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can go ahead and trade JJ and James Cook for somebody. I think Pollard and DK is fine. Look at DK's schedule down the stretch. Look at the matchups, Andrew. Chef's kiss. They're beautiful. Do, yeah, but do you, do you worry about the now surgence of JSN? JSN has been so he much got, more involved. Bro, JSN, yeah, he's on a roll. But in this last game, DK had 14 targets. Like, it's going to get better. The, he's going to have a strong finish to the season. He only has two receiving touchdowns. Going to have a big big finish to the year. A big buyer of DK right now for sure for me. 
uh, I was disrespecting the Vikings so much. We had Wizzy, Wizzy Jefferson in the chat saying, boys, I'm 0-4 in the last four weeks. Need a piece at RB. I have CMC, Madison, A-Chan. A guy has Marquise Brown and Aaron Jones. Do you think I should go for them? No. 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 I, I do think that Marquise Brown is a nice buy low option right now, but I'm not moving what you have right now. That's for sure. Uh, I mean, Madison for Marquise Brown, I think, is a fine trade, but I just don't know if I would do it yet because you don't really know what you have out of the Vikings run game without Kirk Cousins with a, a completely new identity with Josh Dobbs, you know, going to come in and learn a brand new offense and take him to the playoffs. <laughs> That's what they're thinking. I don't know. Uh, but Aaron Jones right now, he's not, he's not buyable. I mean, you could buy him on the low, but again, I wouldn't sell anything that you have. I would rather hold a Chan. He looked amazing when healthy Aaron Jones been struggling to be healthy, been strong, been struggling to get a lot of touches. Like it's been ugly the past few weeks for him. Uh, Tommy DeVito or Brucey from the long shot is your QB in a must win game. Those are your only choices at QB. Oh man. Oh man. Uh yeah. Can I'll, I pick I'll, Andrew? I'll say I'll take Danny DeVito here. Danny DeVito? <laughs> yeah, Danny yeah, Tommy Danny DeVito. You, you didn't hear people calling him that? I did not. Uh, I did not, not know. Oh, that's funny. Brucey from Long Man, I haven't thought about that movie in a hot second. That's a great reference. I uh I didn't watch <laughs> any of that game. I mean, I don't know how any, anyone could. Might as well have been soccer. I Minus nine you know. yards, if you didn't see that stat. Minus nine yards is what the Giants finished with. I didn't I didn't turn it on for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I got, you know, I, I have all the channels going on all the TV, so it's kind of hard for mm -hmm. me to not see something. But I did see he did run one in. Somebody had put a play a place to bet mid game for him to have a rushing touchdown. And uh, that, that did pay off. So good. Good on them. Wizzy in the chat saying I would be selling a wide receiver. I have Adams, Alave, Flowers, D hop or Deontay. I no. don't really want to sell any of those nope. guys. I, I mean, but he has five of them. But no, not. I mean, I'm not selling yeah, D Hop I mean, or Marquise Brown or Aaron Jones. I tell you that. But D Hop's the guy I would sell if you can. I think that's fine. I think that's fine if you do a two for one. If you got Marquise Brown and Aaron Jones back for D Hop for one good week of D Hop, he had three I mean, touchdowns guess, on four catches. I that's guess that's best game of the season. That's his best game of the season. Come on. Yeah, I just, I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I don't really like Marquise Brown, like with what the situation there is in Arizona. I'm okay with Aaron Jones. Like, I think that that's an okay buy if you're selling D Hop. And so Aaron Jones and something else on that person's team. But personally, I, I don't want Marquise Brown. I, I don't feel comfortable starting him. No, that guy, whoever he, you know, trades for is going to be on his bench as far as a wide receiver is concerned. So he's yeah, going to start guys. Adams, Alave, Flowers, and whatever's left over Deontay or D hop. Yeah. I just, I think I want somebody with a little bit more upside. I, I I'm okay with the less downside or the more downside, but I want more upside than Marquise Brown. That's fair. All right. What other uh, questions do we have left here? Uh, yeah. Let me pull those back up here for us. So we got, I'm interested in selling Isaiah Pacheco production has been underwhelming and average wondering what wide receiver I can target for him. I have, Moss, Walker, and Swift still rostered. This is a 14-team PPR. Um, well, first good. off, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I I don't think you have to. Um, I would love to see what wide receivers this person has. I don't think you have to sell Pacheco, though. But if you do, I think I'd rather sell Moss. 
to be honest. I, I, I'm, I'm a seller of Moss here over Pacheco, but I understand you could probably get more for wide receiver production than Pacheco. I, so I'd love to see, but off the top of my head, do you think somebody would sell Terry McLaurin for Pacheco? That seems fair. I'm, I I'm good that. with that. I would yep, do that. Would yeah. Do that. Um, what about uh, Addison? That's now, uh, no. I mean, no. now with Dobbs, I don't think somebody would have with Kirk, but now with Dobbs, you don't think someone's gonna like, ah, fuck, Dobbs now? Like, am I really gonna want? Dobbs? No, I would not. I would not want to give up Pacheco for him. I would not want to. Oh, do that. oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, I mean, I, if I, I could acquire still. Pacheco for Addison, that would be dope. That would be great. But no, I don't want to be in the opposite end of that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Unless it was like Addison and somebody, like maybe Jerome Ford and Addison, maybe something like that. Uh, but even then, I still feel like you're getting a shank. I would, I'd want to hold Pacheco. The other yeah. running backs you, they listed are great. They're also running back one. So this person just like hit the lottery on running backs, I guess. And Pacheco is the worst. So I would. <laughs> I know we're gonna. I know we're gonna differ here on what I'm about to say, but I would be a seller of Walker. Um, Zach Charbonnet just had a very good tight split with him. I think we could potentially see that again. I think that there could be just more of a split than we've seen all season long between Walker and Charbonnet. So I would be a potential seller of Walker because I think you get much more for him. Uh, again, just, just my kind of thought on that, but I, mm-hmm. I would potentially sell Walker because I think you can get much more. I, I still think even if those two start to split more, all of the high value touches in the red zone go to Kenneth Walker. thousand percent. He's been killing it in close. They've been giving him carry after carry inside the five. Okay. Got Jamie in the chat saying, would you trade a late second for Josh Downs or would I need to pay more? I think right now his cost is pretty high. So I would say it's probably more of an early second, maybe late first. I would hope to spend what you're saying, but right now he's been playing very well. So I, I doubt that you can get him for that today. Wait for the dip. Wait, buy him at a dip. Uh, I get Bijan and Kincaid for ETN. Uh, I had Darren Waller, and the best free agent option was Jake Ferguson. No, 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 no. I do not keep ETN, pick up Jake. Um, ETN's the yeah. best, like one of the best running backs. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I probably do it. Personally, um, I'm I'm okay with that. I think Bijan has a good role. Kincaid can obviously have a good role as well. So I'm I'm personally okay doing this. I don't think you have to do it. Uh, I think I, I do agree with you. I think Etn and Jake Ferguson is fine as well. But I, I don't see that this is a, a an egregious trade by any means. We got Wizzy asking, who are your guys' biggest RB and wide receiver buy lows this week? Uh, so sleepers that we gave out, I gave out Michael Thomas and you gave out who? Uh, Jahan Dotson. Jahan Dotson. Thomas yep. has the Bears. Dotson has the Patriots. So those were yeah, our sleeper I, I think picks you can, for this week. Yeah, say so just, uh, I mean, I think Higgins as well, you can still buy low on before he he uh, has a resurgence this year as well. So that's somebody else mm-hmm. I'm interested in. Um, Trying to think We're also else. both high on Deontay Johnson as well. We talked about Deontay Johnson at the top of the show. We're both high on him this week. Yeah, coming I think, off of uh, fourteen Hubbard, targets. 
as well. Uh, somebody who's going to take in go. a probably way bigger workload, and you can probably go get him really cheap. I mean, he's nobody like looks at Chuba Hubbard as a starter, right? Uh, I think that he will become a starter as well. So mm-hmm. that's somebody I'm interested in trying to get. And we both really like the Cleveland running backs as well. Yes. Okay. Uh, any more questions? Yes. Yes, we do. Next question up here. We have, uh, let's see. Oh, my man, Puka Nakua. Mm. And this guy says, my, this guy says, Puka Nakua disappointed last week, which, yes, I understand. I saw people mm. on Twitter too. Uh, people on Twitter, I, I, sometimes I really hate people. They're like, uh, Puka Nakua, he's not that good. He has bad weeks. Bad, like, yeah. You see, look, he's not it's, good. You see, look, yeah. just look yeah. at it. Just look yeah. at it. You know, you know, you're doing something right when you got some haters. So I just the the, the Puka Nakua slander is just it's disgusting. Stop it. He's he's a great wide receiver. Uh, it says Puka Nakua disappointed last week. Do you have any concerns with him moving forward with either Stafford playing hurt or Rippon playing in place of Stafford? Is Puka safe in my lineup week nine? Uh, this is a 12 team standard scoring, by the way, not PPR. So standard in is standard Puka for practicing? this week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I I just saw yeah. he had a questionable tag. I don't know if he was just sitting out. Yeah, yeah. He's still limited. He was limited today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's fine though. But um, and I'm gonna say this as as the Puka uh, truther here, the Puka guy who was on him on the off season. I I'm okay sitting him this week, especially if Stafford don't play. I'm okay sitting him in a standard league, especially. Um, Puka's a PPR guy. We 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 know that 97 percent of his fantasy points have come outside the red zone. So yeah, I mean. In a standard league, I'm fine sitting him. That is that is fine. There's probably better options, especially if Stafford doesn't play. You agree with that? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be tough, I think, with buys and injuries to have someone else on your bench that's going to be a better option than him. So it's and it's just play play it close. I mean, if you do have a better option, if you have if you have a Terry McLaurin behind him, then I would start Terry for sure. I think he'll he'll be in a better situation. But m- most of your rosters, you're probably not going to have that type of royalty sitting behind Puka Nakua. So he's probably the guy that you picked up to fill in four guys this week that are going to be out like Christian Kirk or anybody that's like missing from injuries, you know, whether, like I said, bye week or injuries. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, Jamie in the, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just going to ask you like a, a couple others versus Puka, like uh, D hop. Oh, okay. I go D hop. Okay. JSN. Oh no, I go Puka. Okay. So, so you're at that, that level there. So like, you're you're probably thinking anybody that is ranked probably thirtieth or higher, like like where would you have Puka ranked in a standard league? I know we don't really rank standard. Like you think he's outside top thirty? That's difficult to do. I'd say no. So the thing is, is that Puka overall is like a top five receiver overall this season, right? So, but that's in PPR. Remember, it's it's, I, it's the no, standard. No. Thing that's all fucked. If if I'm pulling up if I'm pulling up yardage, where where do you think he's in line with the the league in yardage? I'm not going to know standard scoring, so that's really all I can I can base yeah, it off. Yeah, of I mean, I assume he's probably top twelve in in yardage too. Still, he's number three in yardage. Yeah, really, Tyreek Hill, Tyree AJ Brown, Puka Nakua, Tyreek, AJ Brown, Puka. Stephon Diggs, DJ Moore. Those are the leaders in receiving yards for the receiver okay. position. It's not okay. including running backs, but I don't think any running backs would be in that mix. That'd be awesome. Um, so, yeah, he's up there. So I would say at least top, I mean, 12, 15, I don't know. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, hmm, interesting. Very interesting. Jamie in the chat agreeing. He has him at wide receiver 15, you know, with an uncertain situation. With a certain situation, you probably get him up to like eight to 10. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, and, I, and I'm the Puka guy. I, I, I don't know. I have him down the board more in standard. I just, yeah. He I just, think he, could be he has less touchdowns than these other guys. So, like, you know, Tyree Kill has eight. AJ Brown has five. He has two. Diggs has six. Uh, DJ Moore has five. Uh, even Amon Ra has three. Chase has four. And Chase is having a down season. So, those are really all you're getting, right? You're just getting yards and touchdowns. There's nothing else mm -hmm. to get, right? Mm -hmm. Sorry, it's been a long time. <laughs> Huh. Hey, Puka. Yeah, no, no, you are right. 795. God dang. Why did I think he was further down the God board? Dang. That's your Man. guy. I know that's, that's my guy. guy. I, I thought for some reason I just thought he was further down the board on the yardage. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. I, good again, him. you probably don't have the luxury of sitting him. So I think he's in your lineup this week, whether it be Brett Rippon, Matthew Stafford, Hurt, whatever the situation is. I, I think it's going to be hard to sit. If he starts to not get a full practice in, I think that's more of a concern. Mm -hmm. I think that definitely adds some fuel to the fire to keep him on your bench. But, uh, man, I still feel like if he goes limited, limited, limited to finish out the week, I'm probably going to start him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let uh, We do have a couple more questions here from Jamie. Uh, he said, would you buy Dr. Mercado, uh, also known as D. Mercado? Uh, and it says, uh, when is buy... coming back? I don't well, I don't I don't know when Connor's coming back, but I don't know if I want to buy DeMarcado because someone already else did buy him. Somebody already probably spent a bunch of fob on him, and they're probably gonna be a Nancy about getting rid of him in a trade. You know, like, oh, I spent all this fob on him and now you want to give me blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like I I just think the person's gonna, you know, kick the tires on whatever offer you bring. So uh, I would probably just not try to buy him. You know, I think if you if you wanted to buy him, you would have already bought him. Type of you know that's what the situation was. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I'm I'm not buying him either. Um, I, I don't really think the situation is the best, so I, I don't want to go spend on somebody like that. Um, he also says buy low. Uh, I'm assuming this is buy uh, buy low on London. Do you think Heineke yeah, elevates his thousand percent? I do. Uh, yes, I I agree as well. Again, I've seen this guy elevate Terry McLaurin and and Jahan Dotson a little bit. So yeah, I'm I'm okay with the buying low on London. Do not overspend though. I don't think. Uh, the the offenses are different than what Heineke played with mm -hmm. in Washington and what he's now going to play with in Atlanta. Arthur Smith is stubborn, wants to run the ball. So I don't spend too much, but yes, I think it's an okay time to buy a low on London. Uh, let's see. Uh, other questions we have here. Listener question. Is it safe to drop Jordan Love for Kyler Murray? I also have Derek Carr, who I will start this week. So question, dropping Jordan Love for Kyler Murray. That that sounds ish. I'm okay with it. Um, jo Jordan Love was impressive for like three games, and then he hasn't been. So, I'll take what I know about Kyler Murray versus what might happen with Jordan Love the rest of the season. And he's got Derek Carr, so he, screw it. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I think Kyler Murray just offers you more than what Jordan Love can. So, yeah, I I, I agree with that. Yeah. Jordan loves. Um, I think that that is all of the listener questions we had here. Uh, you want to do some start sit? Yeah, do some uh some rapid fire start sit here. 
Uh, I'll toss a couple. We can just go back and forth here. I can do two. You can do a couple. We'll just go back and forth. Uh, this week, Tajay Spears or Drake London? Mm. Ooh, damn that! Wow, that's a really tough one, actually. Um, I like Drake mm. London. Man, I really want to say, yeah, 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 London. I think he offers you a higher floor. Romeo Dobbs or Jake Ferguson? Um, let's go. Packers play the Rams. Rams. Yeah. Um, I'll take Romeo. I agree. I'll go Romeo as well. Uh, Demario Douglas or Devin Singletary? I'm going. You know, I'm going Devin Singletary there. Yeah, I'll go Singletary as well. I like the involvement. Four note Kendrick Bourne now in the IR. Those were the extra targets are in a roll too. It looks like apparently Demario Douglas. Mm-hmm. It, weird, weird. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson or George Pickens? I like George. Um, I'll take Ramondre. I like George. I like George. This a lot. is all PPR, right? We're just going off PPR. Yes. Correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. yeah I'll, I'll take all right. Stevenson. You go ahead. What? What? Uh, what? What do we have left? Uh, Aaron Jones, Deontay Johnson. I'm assuming we're both on Johnson here. DJ, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins or Aaron Jones? DeAndre Hopkins. That one's closer for me, but I'm 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 with you. I'll take Hopkins as well. Um, Alexander Madison or T. Higgins? T. Higgins. Yes, hundred percent. Chuba Hubbard, Elijah Moore. This one's close for me. Chuba Hubbard. I'm with you on that, but I think it is closer than what we probably want to believe it is. Okay. Um, Gus Edwards or Terry McLaurin. Oh, that's tough, Gus. That's tough. I'll take Terry. Um, yeah, I'll I'll take Terry. He he's a man of the locker room, and I think he's a leader. That that's going to show. Gus this is just he's hot. Step up. Just as, Gus is just hot. I can't get off. You don't I can't leave that, the table. Can't leave you don't the table. Think that, that that it was just a matchup last week for him though. Can't leave the no. table. Okay, it's too okay. hot. All right, won't do it's it. Too hot. You're you're on a streak. You're on a streak, buddy. <laughs> just keep it. Let uh, it ride. Jeff Wilson Jr. or Trey McBride. Trey McBride. Oh yeah, motherfucking Mackey Award winning Trey McBride, baby. Not even close. Not even close. N- not to be confused with Tina McBride. Oh. Um. I think that that was, I think that, oh, no, 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 here. Tank Dell or DiMarcado? That's tough, man. DiMarcado. Damn, DiMarcado. I'll, I'll, I'll take Tank Dell. He's, he, he's about I want to say Tank. I want to say Tank. I do, but it's a, it's a tougher matchup. I'm going to say, man, that's tough. Yes. That's tough. Um, I think that that is all of them that we had on the docket here, but we do have three others in the chat if you want to hit those right quick. Marcus Mariota or Brian Hoyer? That's a joke. <laughs> I, I I still take Marcus Mariota. Uh, D Hop, Deontay, or Flowers? Start two. Deontay and Flowers. Yes, hundred percent. I agree with that. Uh, JSN or Jordan or uh, Jaden Reed? I'm said Jordan Reed. <laughs> J, J, JSN. I just got I just got done saying you know ride the heater, let it ride. Three, yeah, three uh, good weeks in a row for, for JSN. I'm going to keep going with him. 
Yep, I agree with that as well. Uh, last one here: Tank Dell over Marcado. Oh, oh, he was agreeing with us. The the, the Tank mm-hmm. Dell over Demarcado. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, do it to it. Do it to yes, it, sir. Anything yes, to sir. add before we head out, sir? Um, no. Just if you have not already, please do us a favor. Keep us in business. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Turn on the notifications. Always join us for all your burning fantasy football questions for each week make sure you join us in the discord over at the sgpn fantasy football channel um ask questions put inputs start sit fantasy or uh, dynasty trade whatever you want to talk about in the discord we love talking with the listeners so make sure you go ahead do that and leave us a little bit of a uh of a, a rating and review on apple podcast and spotify let us know which host you like better bruni or myself no i'm just kidding don't do that uh, <laughs> I don't want I don't want to have disappointment come my way. Please don't do that. Uh, but no, seriously, l- leave us some feedback. We love to know what you guys like to hear, what you don't want to hear. Give us a five star rating. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you as always. Appreciate you all. Take care. Be well. Be good. If you can't be good, be good at it. We'll see you. <laughs>